Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. If you have any special prayer requests and if you want to send us any correspondence, please go to our contact page on warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And Warren Radio is found on the following website web, website streamers Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. You can also find Warren Radio posts for listening and downloading on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And please be sure to give us a thumbs up and leave a good comment on the show where you heard us. And don't miss these posts on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Christian living vapor amid time. What will you do? Whatever you decide, it will determine your outcome once eternity arrives for you. The last day's mark of Cain brings us to these prophetic end of days. This is proceeding to the fullness of perilous days to which the Apostle Paul warns us. Persecution Persistence, pers- sorry, persuasion, persistence, and perfection is what being a believer in our Lord is about. In America, for many centuries, we were deemed a Christian nation. And America, house of long shadows. In the house of long sh- shadows, we find an America whose house is filled with sin and rebellion. On warn-usa.com, don't miss the Branch Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 4. The Branch, while judgment was nigh, so was deliverance and the Lord's word for those who followed him. The same word applies today. And you can find that on warn-usa.com. It's a long-running Isaiah series. And on Dana Glenn Smith, Battleground American Agenda Expunged. The battleground has been here before. The time, the, this time, the American agenda will be expunged. This is the goal. The vow to destroy the foundations of America has been carried out. Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com where you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature books and other resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. 
You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, we're doing good. We are here on a Thursday night, Remnant Battle Lines. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of different kinds of uh, shows, uh, different days of the week. And uh, this is a long-running series here, this uh, Battle Lines. We're on part 112 tonight. And uh, I've been... Um, fixing it to where uh, I have an auto thing on on our websites that brings up the early posts so um, you can find parts one through five uh, on our link uh, our link tree and uh, you can find them pretty easy on our website up front it gets a little hard when when we have so many parts to this and this is going to go on um, when we get done with all this, uh, the whole thing will be put on a database and it will be put on, on a server and uh, be able to access. It's going to be a special series. This one is uh, is uh, still got some time to go, but, you know, the thing of it is, Tower, <clears throat> as we do this, we have found so many things in Isaiah that reminds us of what's happening here. Oh, that's for sure. I can always see what today in Isaiah, what's going on today. And uh, I think that's one of the important things is how um, the the Old Testament, uh, the Tanakh, relates to the New Covenant and how we can look back. And even Paul said that these things... Uh, are for these former things are for our edification and our learning that's right and understanding and uh, I think that's very important and so tonight uh, I will help is 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 the first key words of this but uh, we've been getting a lot of people uh, and uh, I mean everywhere overseas uh, of, of all of all kinds of faiths that that are uh, liking our posts and our graphics, uh, we have a, a bigger. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, and we have a big, a big. Uh, our following on that that find us exclusively on WordPress um, is is really growing, and uh, so we're, you know, this is really important because they, the people that are doing this. Uh, can listen to it on their smartphone and on the WordPress app. And they go to our websites. They they can access it. There's a direct link there to the article uh, if, if they're following me. And uh, so uh, that's a whole entire different uh, thing. And so um, you can also sign up on both of our websites. They have the same newsletter, but uh, I got the other one because I'm going to use the other one for 
uh, some of our uh, books and media that don't normally go out the other way. So there's a lot of plans going on, and I can tell you right now, and Tower would can tell you how she feels, that in these times, these are fearful times, and a lot of people are troubled. There are people that are dying, but I'm here to tell you that there is life in Christ. There are Amen. miracles in Christ. And there is a way, and, and I can tell you that a lot of the thing over COVID and the misinformation uh, there, uh, because we know the hospitals are given remdesivir among others that are absolutely detrimental because once you take remdesivir and you're on a respirator and you do some of this stuff, um, it, it's going to cause blood clots and a lot of other issues. It, it does all the time. People are dying in the hospital. If you catch this at the first sight, and uh, of course there's the nutraceutical uh, avenue that you take at the first thing, and then of course there's uh, uh, the other um, courses that you can also take following that um, and uh, before you, you know, before you ever get to the hospital. So, you know, uh, everybody's uh, quoting about Joe Rogan. I mean, uh, he got COVID and was well in three days. He was back on the radio in three days. Wow. And that that's what I mean, you know, yeah. is that uh, there are people, a lot of people who will just do nothing and they will act like it's just a regular cold and going to go away. But when you're dealing with anything now during this COVID season, the first sign you need to get in the nutraceuticals, first thing, any kind of a sniff and, and you need to take them regularly anyway. But when you see something, you need to load up on them. And uh, th there is a certain prescription amount that they do. We, uh, w the only reason we knew about the nutraceuticals is actually because of Dr. Gundry, who we follow in his protocol. And when this thing started, he actually covered that. So um, just a little precursor to uh, what we're going to study tonight. You need to look to the Lord and be encouraged tonight and do not fear because our God is on the throne. Amen. He, he has Amen. his angels uh, all over. His, his angels are alongside you. You have to believe, you have to pray and seek his face, focus on him, and you need to go forward in that belief. And so... Uh, you know we're we're looking at this COVID thing, and it's uh, in almost uh, mid-November 2021. So if you hear this radio broadcast sometime in the future after this, you'll know at what point we're warning about all of this. And so uh, stay tuned. This is not over, and uh, so be sure that the Lord is not going to forsake his people and he is going to judge and he is going to shake and he's going to test those uh, that are on the fence he's going to bring people in he's going to <coughs> shake them out of their their uh, sluggishness uh, this is where we're at folks so you hang on and uh, well um, before we get started with the show I just wanted to share something um, Dana and I have been praying for a person who got COVID, was hospitalized. Um, this person was in the deepest coma that they could be in. The doctors told the family there was no hope. The person was gone. 
it's just there's just no way out the person is gonna die and the family did not want to take this person off life supports and yesterday the person had a turnaround she was I didn't want to say that but the person was moved to um, the regular IC ICU and the family can visit only one person a day so they have to take turns every other day and but that is encouraging Dana and I've been praying for this person and as well as others have and the Lord turned this situation around and gave life to that person and I believe now that the family is able to visit that and and touch and talk to the person that there we will see significant changes and it's really exciting because God is the giver of life and I thank the Lord for that so I just wanted to share that to encourage people even though things look dark and no hope there is always hope as long as there's breath there's hope well, you know, uh, while COVID can be dangerous, we're finding out more and more the extent of the of the cover-up of the truth of it. We know that Fossey lied. Uh, that's an absolute uh, number one thing we know. Uh, one of the people who, ha- who has been uncovering this is Dr. Mercola. There's Peter McCullough. There's a lot of others. And this thing, they're not going to hide this. There, there's going to be some heads roll at the end of this, if if anything. There should be. Yeah. So um, understand that on the mission field, you know, on Wednesdays we do our um, advocacy for the persecuted church, and the miracles are still rolling in. So make no mistake. You know, we need to send help financially and prayerfully overseas. There are boots on the ground working in some of the worst circumstances. But there are miracles, things going on uh, all the time. So if you think God is dead, if you think the church is dead in America, I'm telling you that there's people alive in America that are full of the Lord and and that are ready to go forward. Not everybody's dead. Not everybody is dumbed down by what's happening. That's right. We know what's going on. We have been warned. We were warned long before the election what was coming. And I'm here to tell you that this God is alive and and his warrior angels are here. And uh, we're going to win this. That's right. Keep believing. And even in your darkest hour, believe more. And keep believing, keep praying, keep seeking. Yep. So at any rate, we're going to start this. Okay. This is um, tonight. I will help brings us to part 112 of Isaiah's prophetic book. We have looked at the work of the Lord in redeeming his people from captivity in Babylon. Cyrus, his anointed leader, will come and deliver Judah out of captivity. And now back to you. I'll see you on the other side. We are in Isaiah 41:13, and the verse reads, For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. And uh, I will help. That's the key words I mentioned. It's the first verse. 
And, you know, I, I cannot stress this enough. Now, we're discussing this, of course, as I've told you many times, if you're following this, that, you know, Isaiah's been going through the judgment on Judah. And uh, we're way past that in the beginning. He begins that. And then we get up to the point to where uh, he he has to deal with the Assyrian uh, threat to Judah. He delivers them at that point in time. And then he declares about Babylon, that Babylon was going to judge Judah, was going to come at him. And this time there w- wouldn't be deliverance. They would be there in captivity for 70 years. And that's pretty much what the prophet Jeremiah covers uh, from the start of that to the point where they go into it. Now, see, the prophet Jeremiah didn't know at what time that judgment was going to happen. Uh, he knew that it would last for 70 years, but he didn't know when. So he was in the course of carrying out his duties when he was in the center of Jerusalem. That's when the attack came. And he was standing there, you know, and... Uh, the Babylonians came in. They didn't kill him. They let him do whatever he wanted to do or wherever he wanted to go because they knew of him. So it's important to understand that while the prophet is someone that God uses, the prophets only know what God tells them. And uh, whatever God tells them, that's what they go speak. Uh, no more, no less. And uh, so this is important to understand that Isaiah's going in a process here for, for the Lord to tell him. And uh, this has to do with getting out of there, you know, getting out of Babylon. How's he going to do it? You know, we've been here for 70 years. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of things that are happening. And so, uh, you know, Judah now, of course, the lost tribes are gone. They've been carried away by the Assyrians. And by this time, they've already assimilated into various nations. Uh, some of them were left behind in the land to help uh, till the land and, and ke- take care of it. That's normally what they do. They'll carry off uh, some of the more important ones. They'll leave the ones that to work the field as laborers. Um, so these are the kind of things where l- you look at. And uh, so now you have Judah that is in judgment and the northern northern tribes are scattered so there's not a commonwealth nation there's not one that is has a contract you know like from Sinai anymore they don't have the temple they they're just kind of loose there there's there's nothing for them and yet in spite of that some of them kept that Uh, like Daniel did, and Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. We have the examples from Daniel that they read in, you know, in the scrolls, in the book of Jeremiah. They read, they they kept the word with them, even though they were in captivity. They prayed and sought the Lord. That part was in them, the law, that from Sinai. And so um, they kept it up, but they they had to be taught how to keep the law again, and they had to relearn the temple and and so, you know, so now you have uh, the northern tribes that, that are scattered, and some of them are in the land. You have Judah that um, a bunch went into captivity. There were some left in the land, and they went down into Egypt, and uh, people ran from, uh, you know, what was going on. And so it, it, it's not one of those 
um, things where you say, wow, you know, we're, we're a nation again. No, they weren't. And when, when you're divided like that, it would be the same thing if America was suddenly destroyed and we were all scattered and we wanted an America back. Where would we begin? Where would we go? How would we do it? And, and for us, uh, it would be almost impossible. Judah was a different case here. And uh, they, they had uh, prophecies of the Messiah yet to come true. The Messiah was going to go through. Uh, he's known as the Lion of the tribe of Judah. So there's a lot of things that, are, that were going on here. And, uh, you know, the thing of it is, is what he said was, I will help thee in the middle of all this trouble, in the middle of all these things. So today, as I, as I sit here in, in the middle of the trouble in America and in the world, we have chaos everywhere. We have people dying of covid people getting through it nice we have australia that is uh, borderline communist socialism cracked down on it i mean we have nations just acting like tyrants on their people and uh, these are supposed to be democratic nations and they're not and we have uh, what happened here in america and they're trying to do the same thing we have globalists trying to take over so in the middle of all that we recognize from the new testament that these are those things that are coming we know where globalism is going to re, going to wind up. It's going to wind up with the beast, who will be the true glo, uh, globulist, uh, globulist, <laughs> globulist, and uh, and so so you got all these things happening here today. You know, I mean, we look at this, and I read this, and you know, so you know, I will help thee. Uh, it, it, it's a perfect certainty. Uh, it was uh, Jehovah's solemn declaration, uh, so writes Kyle and Delish. Now, these are um, Hebrew uh, um, scholars who uh, covers the Old Testament. And uh, so they they can see that redemptor is what it says uh, when we say a redeemer. And his people, of course, enslaved, but he's the Holy One of Israel. And his love and his power triumphs over the wrath and so now he's getting ready to set them free make a way for them bring them in and they need encouragement and many christians today need encouragement many churches need encourage encouragement we have in our country some of the worst division we've ever seen this America is not going to make it if we don't get healed. America is not going to make it if if the churches don't truly repent. I mean, we need to stop preaching all the specialty stuff you're preaching, and you need to get into repentance, and you need to get down to it. And, uh, you know, everybody has a message, but I got a more important message for you. You know, stop playing church. Stop praying, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff to where uh, we know uh, – People have used the faith of Jesus Christ to get rich quick. You know, give to God and he'll give back to you tenfold. And I can name names of evangelists who were very popular who did that. So make no mistake, you know, God is about holiness. He's about repentance. He's about um, reuniting, you know, those that are lost, bringing in those that never knew him, making a way for those that went through judgment and now he's done and it's fulfilled and he wants to bring them in. And the thing that I like here is when, when you say that I will help thee, that word help is to succor or come alongside to help. It's a word that we actually use in the New Testament. And it comes from a primitive root, meaning to surround, 
protect or aid. So think of yourself as needing help and you're surrounded and there's no way to get out. And the Lord says, I'm going to come alongside and help. And that's what he does. He strengthens you. He puts his arm around you and you're hidden under his wings. And yeah, you're out in the open, but yet he's there and you don't see him, but he makes a way for you. And you know that there's something happening because, you know, God is keeping you. He's watching over you. He's making a way for you. And things just begin to open up. And before you know it, here comes Cyrus and defeats Babylon. And before you know it, they command you to go back to Jerusalem. And you need to rebuild the walls. And you need to rebuild the temple. <clears throat> and, you know, you have so many things going on here. And I'm telling you today, Christian, God is, is not just, uh, you know, going to sucker or come along, help the Jews and the Hebrews. But, you know, we are of the household of faith, both Jew and Gentile, all one in Yahshua, Jesus Christ. And although many Jews don't know it, yet it's not going to change. And there's coming a day, Paul says himself in Romans, I think it's chapter 11, that God is not finished with Israel and that all of Israel will be saved. Paul insisted this. He knew this. But see, when we talk about it, if we go into 2 Timothy 4, uh, 17 through 18, it says, Strengthen me and deliver me. Um, notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known, that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever. See, and so when we talk about succor or succor to come alongside and help, that's exactly what God did with Paul. And he's writing to Timothy here. And Timothy is one of those students of Paul. Timothy is one of those that Paul advised. We know those well of the things he told him. And understand God is an instructive God. God is not only, as many think, he uh, a God of wrath. He's not going to excuse your sin, but he makes a way for you. He calls you out of that. So in Psalm uh, 63, 7 through 8, Because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings I will rejoice. Or will I rejoice? My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholds me. Now that's a psalm of David. He was in the wilderness of Judah. And as you well know that David was sought <laughs> by a certain king. And, uh, you know, he was pursued. And uh, Jonathan was his friend. And so, you know, you, you have that to where... No place is safe, but but he did find, and he says, you have been my help. You know, there's that succor, that help, that come alongside, make a way for me, help me. And he says, my soul follows hard after thee. I'll tell you, when you're in trouble, when you're facing trouble, when you're middle of COVID, that's what you need to be doing, following hard after the Lord, keeping your eyes on the Savior, looking unto the Father of all grace and mercy who sent his Son to die for your sins and the sins of all men, that he's there. He's there to succor. He's there to help. He's there to where you can gather under his wings. That's a good, uh, good example when we think about these 
these birds, uh, these eagles, and all of the kind of, especially the birds, you know, they will sit on the eggs literally, and <laughs> and then when the birds are, you know, when these little babies are hatched, they they put their wings over them, their body, and they protect them from the weather. And they protect them from predators and everything else. That that is that that protection. And see, as Christians, you may not think that you have that, but there is that there. And yes, you you can say to me, well, there's Christians and others who are killed for their faith. That's right. And in Revelation 12:11, we're told they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our t- their testimony, and they left not their lives unto the death. Now, while that's pertinent, there's also that part, and you can find it in, in the Hall of Faith in the New Testament, that there were those who, who were delivered by standing on the promises, and there was others who died, uh, you know, martyred in the Old Testament looking for a better resurrection. I mean, it's in the Hall of Faith. You can read it there. So we've always had that where the believers, you know, some of them can die, some of them will live. But the bottom line of it is, is that whether you live, whether you die, you're with the Lord. And here dealing with Judah coming back, this is a restorative. You know, and I've always said that within judgment, there is that that part of God that is always redemptive. And in Isaiah forty-one fourteen, <laughs> I like this: "Fear not," and and that is morally to revere, causatively to frighten, dread, afraid. And so you you have that a number of issues here. You revere God. The beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord. If you're backslid, then the fear of the Lord turns to a dread that you may be backslidden enough to fall into the pit. But there's always that redemptive part. But there's also that fear where the unbeliever, as Paul said, to those who do not believe... We are a saver of death, but to those who do believe, we are a saver of righteousness and life. And see, there's a difference, you know, and uh, around the world, no matter what country you're in, there's there's those receptive. And, and some examples here, when you get over in India, we had an example here a number of weeks ago of a pastor, evangelist, that was out and he had a reputation for praying for people for healing and things and uh, a lot of the hindus this was in india they would call him uh, some of them and uh, they would uh, because they were sick and it costs a lot of money in india and only the rich have insurance and can afford it uh, you know to go to these hospitals Otherwise, you get in debt and you wind up, uh, you know, in a debtor's prison, so to speak, or in a job where you're in debt to the law, uh, to the employer. But at any rate, he went around. He was called in one night, and he went over there and he prayed, and and lo and behold, the Lord answered and he healed them, and he did that all the time. He, you know, he over a course of a number of years. Uh, his ministry was quite long, and uh, th- there were people that would get healed, and they would turn to the Lord. 
they would get saved. And, uh, you know, these radical Hindus didn't like it. They caught up with him one time, and they killed him because of that. But you see, the thing of it is, is that if you're not going to believe that God can heal, that he can deliver, why are you a believer? You are surrounded with people who don't believe as they should, who are confused, who are facing death, may have COVID, whatever it is. And you need to be prayed up. You need to believe that you can pray and they will be delivered. Now, see, this isn't something new for Tower and I. Many, many years ago, when we rededicated our lives and God called us out for this end-time ministry, we were praying for people. I think it was the potato chip aisle in Walmart. And, uh, you know, God was moving. And I'm telling you that God don't care whether you're in the potato chip aisle of Walmart or whether you're standing in front of a bar or, or, or you're in a church. God doesn't care. If you have the faith and you need help, he's there. We are the ones. We are the advocates. We are the ones standing here. And uh, God has no one else. We're it. We are the ones called. We are the ones to testify. And we need to stand saying, thus saith the Lord God. And the thing I love about this, you know, thou worm Jacob, he says, after fear not. Fear not, thou worm Jacob. And I laugh because I was in the Navy. And when you go through, when you go through boot camp, one of the first things you are at a stage is a worm. And then you graduate from there, you know. <laughs> so first week here, you're a worm. You don't even make navyman or seaman. You don't even get the title of navyman seaman until, you know, you, you go through six weeks. So you have to work your hind in off in order to get through that. They have a name for you all the way along. That's in the old navy. I don't know what they do today. So it's kind of funny when I see thou worm Jacob. Well, see, you may... People may look at you and call you a worm, but you're a friend of the God of Israel. Yeah. Guess what? Yahshua knew who Israel was. You know, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, forever. Where do you think he was? He was there. Yes, he was working with the Father to to uh, keep Judah going. What do you think? He just suddenly arrived? No, he was always been. Before Abraham was, I am, he said. Moses rejoiced to see my day. Make no mistake, the Son of God just didn't pop up. He was there. He just has been revealed to us in these latter days. He helped worm Jacob. Don't you think he can help a worm American or a worm Chinese or a worm North Korean or a worm Russian or a worm European. I mean, you just put it in there. You're a worm. Some of them will call you worse than that. That's okay. God loves me. He'll deliver me. And you men of Israel, fear not, thou worm Jacob, and you men of Israel. See, and, and of course, Jacob, you know, who was Israel, who later became Israel. And Israel was 12, 12 sons, 12 tribes. 
And Israel literally means he will rule as God. And it's symbolical uh, of, of the name of Jacob. I will help thee, saith the Lord. And that word Lord, of course, is Jehovah, the covenant name of the Lord. Thy Redeemer, the Holy One, which means, of course, sacred and morally above all. He is the God above all who is holy and righteous, the Holy One of Israel. And if you look at Psalm 22, 4 through 8, this is where you get the worm. Because in Isaiah 41, 14, he calls him thou worm. But see, it originated in David's psalm. David's psalm, at least this is the one I have. I didn't check out all the words. This is the one we got. David, because he was he was a man after God's own heart. Verse 4. Uh, Our fathers trusted in thee, they trusted, and thou didst deliver them. They cried unto thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and were not confounded. That's important. When you cry unto the Lord and he delivers you, you trust in him and they're not confounded. They're they're not um, afraid. They're not confused. They know he will take care of it. Now, see, that's the first two verses. But this is David's psalm. So in verse 6 he says, But I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men and despised of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip, they shake the head, saying, He trusted on the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighted in him. Now see, that's what happened to David. But believe it or not, in Psalm 22, some of these things actually applied to uh, to the Lord because while he was hanging on the cross the Jews would go by and shake their head and that's what they would say he trusted in the Lord that he would deliver him let the Lord take him down off the cross let the Lord deliver him and the Lord did deliver him after he died and fulfilled the covenant nobody had a clue as to what was going on the Lord knew but see sometimes you may go through something but in the end there's a reason God just isn't a mean God making you go through stuff just so you don't know what he's doing. But make no mistake, America, God has been warning you for a long time. We can go clear back. And you can go back to Smith Wigglesworth. He was warning America, too. You know, it's you need to understand that God is eternal. America is not eternal. Neither on those, neither are those who live here are not eternal. We go from generation to generation, and the faith of Christ is only one generation away from extinction. And if a generation fails to pick up that banner of Christ and become redeemed and follow him, then, then you're going to look at trouble within the nation. But we've had quite a number of generations of American kids who have turned away and are cold. There was a survey, I've seen this online here a few days ago, that 30%, and I can't remember, I was thinking it's the millennials, but one of those groups, 30% of them identify as LGBTQ. And... See, in America and the world, we've said all these things are fine. 
but God says it's not. See, there are things that we have divisions on in America, and people are not going to change. One of them is abortion. There's people, I've heard women brag about the fact of killing babies, but they're so ignorant because that's blood guilt. That's likening to the Jews passing their children through fire unto Baal. This is blood guiltiness. This kind of blood, as much as it's been spit, and, and it, it defiles the land where the people live. This is a curse on the land, and make no mistake about it. I've written about this. I've preached about this. I've taught about this. I've warned and screamed and hollered. But people don't want to listen. But one day, they're going to stand before the Lord, and I'll be one of many witnesses standing there affirming that they were warned. So David says he's a worm because of what he went through. The Lord went through it because he was the suffering servant. But you see, the purpose about all this, the Lord is saying, I will help you. I will succor you. I will come alongside and help. Don't fear. Have no fear. And he uses that term, thou worm Jacob and you men of Israel. Why? Because that's what they consider themselves. They lost their land. There is no hope. Although you're a worm, I love you. I love you as a worm. I love you no matter what you call yourself. See, this is to those that are alcoholics, drug addicts, prostitutes. Whatever you may think, society thinks of you. You're the dregs of society no matter where you live. And I know we've covered this a long time. In North Korea, they despise Christians, a lot of them. In China, the communists despise Christians. You get over in India and the radical Hindus want to kill Christians. You get over in Nigeria, throughout all of Africa, and the radical Islamists look to slaughter and kill Christians. Christians. The Taliban are taking child brides of anybody that they can find. See, this is the world today. But God says to you, just as he's saying to Israel, fear not. Thou worm Jacob. Thou worm wherever you live. No matter what men may think you are, say you are, I will help thee. I will succor I will come alongside and help you. Do not fear. Because I am the God of Israel. And I'm not just the God of Israel. But I am the Lord God Almighty. And this is mine. This planet is mine. All the souls on this planet are mine. I am the one whose presence nothing can hide from. I know every demon in hell. I know every evil there is. I know every good thing. I know how this world was put together. I called it into existence. And there is nothing, there is nobody, there is no power that can get in the way of what I purpose. And I have purposed to redeem worm Jacob. I'm going to bring him out no matter what the men of 
of the nations may say. And he's looking down on us tonight and he's saying, I am the one that's in charge today. It's not America. It's not China. And yes, they're going to make war and they're going to try to destroy the earth. But I will hold them accountable. I will redo the world. I will remake the world in the heavens. I will give life. I will forgive. I will heal. I will bring you into your end time kingdom where you can let the Father wipe your tears away. I will put you in that place. I will help you. I will deliver you. And see, I expanded some of this for us today because we need to hear it. But see, that's the Lord. See, if you had been in captivity for 70 years like these Jews at the hands of Babylon and you lost absolutely everything, you would think you was a worm too, maybe. A lot of people would, even worse. But I'm here to tell you that not only is Israel in the land, they are set prophetically to fulfill what God has set for them to do. Because we have friends in Israel too. And we know what they're up to over there. We, knew, we know what God is doing over there. And while Iran plots and everybody wants to destroy them, we've got a lot of things that are coming. But, you know, I have down here Revelation 5, 9 through 12. I'm not going to read all of it. Verse 10 says, or 9, and they sung a new song. These are the ones before the throne. Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seals. This is when the Lord opens the seals of the book in Revelation. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Now, if you think that there's just going to be the earth, you got another thing coming. There is going to be everything. Have you ever considered the rest of God's creation, the planets? And the universes? Have you ever thought the possibility that heaven is going to be more than just the earth? Yeah, we're going to rule and reign on the earth, but that doesn't mean uh, eternity is a long time. You're, you're going to have time to visit a few places. And you won't need a space capsule, space suit, or nothing, man. Because you'll be redeemed. You will be fulfilled. You will have your new body. So there's hope. Now you see he gets in to the point next in verse 15 of this. Dealing with the enemy. See... They are not themselves coming out of captivity all prepared to be the army of all armies. But he says, Behold, I'll make thee a new 
sharp threshing instrument. Now that new sharp threshing instrument is a corn drag, a corn drag, incisive threshing, really sharp. And of course, if you've ever seen threshing, it separates all the junk you can't eat from the good stuff. And it's meant there to cut it down and thresh it and separate and reducing everything to fine powders. Now, you know, the harvest that he's taking care of here is, you know, not the grain. It is the enemies that they have. And he's saying this in this language to let them know because it's an agricultural economy. They would understand this. I will make you sharp, incisive. They're not going to mess with you. Having teeth. Now, you know, when we talk about teeth or swords... The Lord, when he comes, is going to have a two-edged sword, the picture in Revelation coming out of his mouth. That's because he speaks the word in there instantly. The word is the sword. A two-edged sword, cut up the straw and separate the, game, the grain. You know, sharp, threshing. Both of my granddads, had one had a ranch and the other had a farm. And I know very well harvest time. I've turned the bales. I've, I've stacked them. I've cleaned stuff out of stalls you wouldn't want to know about. <laughs> but see, that's life. There's good stuff and there's bad stuff. But see, even the bad stuff we can use properly if it's properly prepared to grow the good stuff. So nothing goes to waste. Well, at any rate, thou shalt thresh the mountains. And of course, the mountain here is referring to Babylon and the Medes or any other obstacle or kingdoms that may get in their way. And beat them small and shall make them uh, make the hills as chaff. They will, by the time this is done, these nations who would stop them would be beat or reduced to nothing. They would never, no longer be a threat to Judah. Now, there's a book by the, uh, by the name of Travels, Travels in Arabia by Niber. And he says, in threshing their grain, the Arabians lay the sheaves down in a certain order, then lead over them two oxen dragging a large stone. They used the oxen as the ancients did to beat out their grain by trampling on the sheaves and dragging after them a clumsy machine. But see, it gets those grains separated. So that gives you an idea that when God says that they will be beat small and will make them as the make the hills as chaff these threats these nations these kingdoms so understand if god be for you who can be against you 
Now, see, we're living in the end times in the New Testament. We know a lot of prophecies that are to happen. And the wicked are going to have their way. There's going to be a day of darkness, a time of darkness. Leading up to the Great Tribulation and after that, the Lord will have the last say, excuse me, say so. In Habakkuk 3, 11 through 13, verse 2 says, Thou didst march through the land in indignation. Thou didst thresh the heathen in anger. Habakkuk is really a good, good book to read. He said, Thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people, even for the salvation with thine anointed. You wounded the head out of the house of the wicked by discovering the foundation unto the neck. They destroyed everything from the foundation all the way up to the neck. There's nothing left. Jeremiah in 46.27, and this is getting pretty much, you know, in into this woe is me, Judah. But fear thou not, but fear not thou, O my servant Jacob, and be not dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save thee from afar off, and thy seed from the land of their captivity. And Jacob shall return and be in rest and at ease, and none shall make him afraid. Fear thou not, O, my, o Jacob, my servant, saith the Lord, for I am with thee. For I will make a full end of the nations whither I have driven thee. But I will not make a full end of thee, but correct thee in measure, yet will I not leave thee wholly unpunished. See, that's God's judgment and his mercy. In every case when we find judgment, there is the goal of redemption. And so think today that God loved Israel. He would save them. He would bring them back. And no, no nation, no power could stop them. And in these end of days that are so traumatic, God is able to save us, able to deliver us, and able to keep us. And he's able to save the Jews and the Gentile. He's able to bring us into the same family of faith. Yeshua triumphed over all principalities and powers. And it's truly to that end that we need to understand. So as we look at this and discuss the fact that God is going to bring the Jews out, get them out of where they're at, and make a way for them. So it is true for us today. That we have great examples with the Lord God. And he can do the same for us. He can keep us. He can deliver us. He can make a way for us. And I think of all things, Isaiah ought to encourage us all the more of God's faithfulness. And the fact that the Son of God was there too. He just didn't 
hop on a plane and come and die for your sins, you know, just like, oh, I got to get this done with. No, this has been planned since before the world began. And he's been there all the way through it with the Father. Make no mistake, Yahshua is not a newcomer to this. But he's going to sign the deal. He's going to finish it off because the end is coming and we win through Christ to the glory of the Father. Father, we thank you for this word from Isaiah and for your comfort and your deliverance. Bless this word to those that hear it whenever they do. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Tower. So we move forward in the book. And we'll keep going forward because one day we'll be at uh, Isaiah 50, then we'll be in Isaiah 60, then 63. We're going to be done with this. But there's a lot of good prophecies and things coming. Yes, amen. I love this tonight. It was encouraging, so encouraging. And it builds your faith and your hope. You know, it is encouraging. It is. I, I love this stuff when he says, I will help thee. And, and, and the word there for help is sucker. Well, we used to study that in Bible school. We used to study that in the churches. That, that's a term Christians adopted a long time ago. <laughs> hey, he came alongside to help. That's what Christ did for everybody. That's right. He amen. came alongside to help. He took our death on the cross to take away our sins. Thank God for that. Yes, amen. Now we can enter boldly into the Holy of Holies, where Christ is the high priest, ever living to make intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Then he's going to come out of that Holy of Holies and put on the robe of righteousness and the end time, the sword. And he's going to go, get on his horse, take the armies of heaven, and they're going to return to earth and put down all enemies, destroy those who have destroyed the earth. And he will bring his people to Zion, all of them. I look forward to that day. Oh, amen. We're going to have to get out of here. Okay. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. Keep looking up and keep believing. He's there in your darkest hour. He's walking with you. He's bringing you through. He's faithful. I love you. We love you. We pray for you. May God richly bless you for all you do. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by the websites, warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. And you might sign up for our newsletters on both sites because uh, we're going to uh, be taking care of a few things here and uh, we want to make sure you get notified and the other book the rising part uh, the second book in our steel series is coming out soon and we've got all the preliminaries done we're just waiting from the word from the publisher so we'll see you on the other side good night everybody shalom Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. If you have any special prayer requests and if you want to send us any correspondence, please go to our contact page on warren-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on usa.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And Warren Radio is found on the following website web, website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. You can also find Warren Radio posts for listening and downloading on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And please be sure to give us a thumbs up and leave a good comment on the show where you heard us. And don't miss these posts on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Christian living vapor amid time. What will you do? Whatever you decide, it will determine your outcome once eternity arrives for you. The last day's mark of Cain brings us to these prophetic end of days. This is proceeding to the fullness of perilous days to which the Apostle Paul warns us. Persecution Persistence, pers sorry, persuasion, persistence, and perfection is what being a believer in our Lord is about. In America, for many centuries, we were deemed a Christian nation. And America, house of long shadows. In the house of long sh shadows, we find an America whose house is filled with sin and rebellion. On warn-usa.com, don't miss the Branch Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 4. The Branch, while judgment was nigh, so was deliverance and the Lord's word for those who followed him. The same word applies today. And you can find that on warn-usa.com. It's a long-running Isaiah series. And on Dana Glenn Smith, Battleground American Agenda Expunged. The battleground has been here before. The time, the, this time, the American agenda will be expunged. This is the goal. The vow to destroy the foundations of America has been carried out. Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com where you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature 
books and other resources from our vision media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, doing good. It's a little chilly tonight. Always like to give a fair weather report when we're doing the broadcast. <laughs> it's not summer, and every time we get to summer, it goes by so fast, we wonder where it went. That's for sure. And so, at any rate, you remember that old commercial because I said, wonder where it went? You remember the old, what is it, Pepsodent? I wonder where the yellow went? Yeah. I brush my teeth with Pepsodent. <clears throat> with that date show. You do not even, you know, in, in all the commercials today, nobody does stuff like that anymore that no. I know of. Nope. You know, they always had those little ditties, you know. Where's the beef? There's the most famous one. Clara Peller. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we don't watch TV anymore. That's why we don't see commercials. Yeah. Well, we do. Uh, well, they do have them, but... Most of the places we do, we don't have commercials. Yeah. Unless we're, you know, I mean, dumb enough to want to listen to them. The only place I run into commercials, you know, kind of ads, is when I'm checking out a post on some of these websites. Some of these websites, you have to hunt literally to find the article. Yeah. Because they have so many ads on that. Yeah, they lose me there. I don't even go there. That is so despicable to me, I, and I know they do it because they need the money, but I do not do that. On any of our websites, we do have some uh, some ads, but I don't put them in all these articles. Dear God in heaven, give me strength. I, I am opposed to what we're doing today. So at any rate, we're over in Iran, which is not surprising. And, uh, you know, the the one thing this reminds me of, Tower, is Revelation 12:11. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, they loved not the lives, their lives unto the death. Right. And on on their part, Christ is evil spoken on, spoken of, I think that's the way, but on their part, on, on the believer's part, he, he's well spoken. In other words, the words that the believers give as testimony is what the Lord wants, and uh, the disagreement of the unbelievers who are bringing them up on charges because they're Christians is evil. Yes. They don't. They don't see that. But Iran is known for raids on churches and church raids and things. And, of course, they don't allow any churches, per se, uh, as far as the standard believers. 
but they still keep an eye on house churches. And they raided a bunch of them. And, of course, they summon them. Now, exactly what they really do when they summon them is more like, you need to appear here. You're commanded. Yeah. And... Uh, Ordered. They charged him with weakening the foundation of the family. Mm, good grief. Attracting Muslims to house churches. Being members of hostile groups to the Islamic Republic in order to damage national security. They always put national security down. Mm-hmm. And weakening the belief in Muslim clerics and propagating Christian Zionism and establishing and organizing corrupt meetings. <laughs> you know, to every one of those... So ridiculous. Every one of those may be true, but that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to attract the unbeliever by testifying to them and is it our fault if they want us to pray for them when they're sick and they get healed and they suddenly believe in Yahshua that's right I mean that's why we're there so if if I'm being accused of that so to speak um, you know that's the way it is being members of hostile groups to the Islamic Republic in order to damage national security now that's a, a lie it is because these Christians are not that way these Christians are, are not one to use force to kill Muslims. They're trying to win them to the Lord, not kill them. So uh, any national security damage is a farce, and it's in an effort to get them convicted on real serious charges. Weakening the belief in Muslim clerics, well, you know, it's not our fault. Because, you know, they don't believe anymore because they've seen the powerful works of Yahshua through these believers. That's right. And they get healed and saved and delivered and the Lord reveals himself to them. Yeah. They found the real faith. So tough luck. <laughs> and yeah. propagating Christian Zionism. No, we're propagating the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, Yahshua. Whatever else happens, you know, that's the way it is. But and establishing and organizing corrupt meetings. Well, that's in your eyes. Because as Paul said, <laughs> he said, to those who don't believe, we are a saver of death. But to those who do believe, we are a saver of life. And that's Amen. the way it is. That's the truth. And so five were summoned. Uh, summoned. And, of course, they denied the charges. I mean, the charges, you, you know, they, they weren't doing anything like that. They were just, you know, enjoying fellowship and stuff like that. You know, I answered them uh, through, through my way. But uh, even those, they weren't meeting to weaken the foundation of the family. Um, they weren't attracting Muslim to house churches. Most of them keep it quiet, and they do it themselves. And I know of one guy that actually, I think he got killed. He was the one that uh, they kept calling him up uh, to pray for him. Yeah. And they were getting healed. <clears throat> and so the Hindus, this is in India, the Hindus uh, beat him up and I think they killed him. That's so crazy. You know. <clears throat> You'd think they'd be glad to see people healed. Well, no, not if it's from another religion. 
Another god. Yeah. Well, the true and the living god. The gods of the nations are idols. That's what you ought to tell the Iranian leaders. <laughs> the gods of the nations, including Iran, are idols. That's right. The true and the living God, <clears throat> Yahweh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, gave his only begotten son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ in the English, who died on the cross, triumphing over all principalities and powers, and establishing a permanent line of forgiveness for all those who trust and believe in Yahshua. Through the blood of Christ, the blood of the covenant was totally fulfilled. Amen. And now we're waiting for him because he he's coming back again and he will overthrow all enemies and principalities and false gods. And if you think your gods can save you from him, let yourself, let your people go ahead and cry unto your gods and see if they can deliver you out of my hands, saith the Lord. That's right. Okay. Well, at any rate, I had to put that in. Good job. Amen. Now, the lawyer claimed that all the accusations were made by the Revolutionary Guard intelligence agencies. Now we know that. We know why the Revolutionary Guard, which Revolutionary Guard, they're the guard that was established when there was a revolution. These are the people that are supposed to protect the Republic. And... Uh, Apparently, they're protecting their the Republic for all they are. You know, see, they're they're the same army that is, uh, you know, uh, keeps their Ayatollah safe and also uh, keeps the <coughs> Republic safe. They're they're the ones who would attack Israel, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so now they got them running around trying to find all the Christians because, you know, it's like, you know, let's get rid of these pests. But they can't just get rid of them and kill them outright. You know, that's the way Hitler did it. Yeah. They have to make it look like these guys are really bad people. I mean, anybody with any sense knows what Iran is doing. And they're not the only ones. China does it. North Korea does it. Dear God, a lot of them do it. Yes, they do. So... Uh, so once they're caught, then they pressure all of these people who are charged to um, repent of their faith and give testimony against any and all other people she knows. And if they still can't pass the charges, they will continue to oppress them and persecute them until they either leave the country or they finally are able to throw their butts in jail. And, and that's exactly what China does. China pressures them. They've got the social uh, credit, credit system. And matter of fact, <clears throat> the Biden administration and all these left-wing nutcases that we have trying to run the country, if I was giving them a, you know, a grade between D and F, you know, it would probably be an M or an N or a Z. <laughs> <clears throat> probably Z. <laughs> For zero. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it is so screwed up in America, it's just ludicrous. I mean, I mean, anybody with any sense knows what's going on. Oh, for sure. And the, you know, just wait it out, folks. Have faith in the Lord. And if it don't work out and, and if you get overthrown and a regime like Iran comes in, 
Well, guess what? Just repent, get yourself on fire, start a house church, and preach Jesus. That's right. And then when they find you and hang you, you'll be dying for the Lord. You see, that's the way that works. That's right. And great will be your reward in heaven. We overcame by Joe Biden and the Democrats and Donald Trump. No, that's not what it says. We overcame. Listen. By the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, we love not our lives unto the death. Oh, I love the world. I want to live forever. Well, good for you. Well, that ain't going to work out. You need to seek the Lord, trust in him, keep your eyes on him. Amen. Because he's coming back, and he's coming back to destroy those who have destroyed the earth. So make... make No doubt about it. Iran has long been one waiting for the Mahdi. They would not waste one second if they thought, if we start a global nuclear, thermonuclear war, the Mahdi would come. They would do it. They would do it in a second. They sure would. Why do you think they want nukes? They don't want nukes to just destroy Israel. They want to bring in the Mahdi, for crying out loud. And and I can tell you, they're the Ayatollah in, will tell you that. That's what he's doing. They're in for a rude awakening. They are. So at any rate, that is Iran. <laughs> it's too bad. And I and you know <clears throat> I talk about one of their great leaders, Cyrus, who was once called the Lord's anointed because he's the one that overthrew Babylon. Now I'm covering this and. Isaiah. We're on part 112, I think, right now this week. And we've been doing it for two years. It's nothing I'm interested in hurrying through. And uh, we get through a few verses or a few more than a few. But we're plugging along. We're more than halfway through the book. But uh, that's a plug for that. So check out my Isaiah series. And if you have nothing to do for the next year, I challenge you to listen to every one of those, one a day. And then you can send me an email and tell me how long it takes to listen. Because it's taken Tower and I a long time uh, to get this put together. Over two years, I think. Yeah. Now we're in Myanmar. And we're not going to cover a lot on this. I've got some things on it. But there's new updates to this. Myanmar, which is Burma, is just a mess. And I'm looking to see. I I'll have to look. I've got stuff. I got more than enough stuff for. <clears throat> I can't find it, but there's a lot of stuff. And you know that. Of course, at the time of this, and this is by Mission uh, Network News Online, and that's a good little site, Mission Network News, M-N-N-O-N-L-I-N-E, Mission Network News, and then the word online.org, you'll find it. You can even just do Mission Network News. Uh, They're just one of many. And uh, you have people that put articles on their websites. 
um, uh, you know, concerning the ministries they do. And, of course, this is one by Christian Aid Mission. So this really came to us from Christian Aid Mission <clears throat> via Mission Ministries Online. And it takes a lot of partnerships to try to help the world. You know, Tower? It and, does. And, and I'm constantly thinking about, you know, the fact. And I was thinking about this tonight. Now, bear with me for a second. Because, you know, right now in America, things are bad. Uh, as far as the economy and and Joe Biden's rating is so far in the toilet, they're just going to leave him there. Uh, they don't have a big enough sump truck. Uh, better well, watch out if they he better not flush. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be gone. I mean, you know, we, we call them honey wagons. Yeah. You drive on up and stick the hose down there and suck out the septic tank to try to be able to use it some more. They need a honey wagon in D.C. Oh, they do, man. Um, <laughs> but it is, is so messed up. Well, see, the thing of it is, we have a lot of things, a lot of ministries that are in the United States. And I'm not talking about the rich online ministries or some of these other individual ministers who are worth millions. I'm not talking about those people. You know, if, if you're a pastor and you're worth millions of dollars, then God help you because you're going to be in trouble. What did you do for him? Well, I became a millionaire. What were you doing? Preaching the gospel. That's not the kind of gospel we're preaching. Nevertheless, we'll move on. But you see, a lot of money flows out of here to help these ministries around the world. And these ministries provide that. See, when you advocate for these people, then you got to find a way to help them. And you provide them, you know, with the various animals they need or a business opportunity to help them you know, stay in business. And if America falls, these nonprofits are not going to be able to use, uh, be able to do everything they need to do to help. They won't have the money there. coming in. No. And I'm telling you, it's not cheap to do stuff online. And, you know, we maintain a presence online. And I've been doing all of the web work for many, many years. And, you know, saved tens of thousands of dollars, literally. And so I can tell you that when you're doing this, you have to understand what you're working for. We're not working for mammon. And when you give to some of these organizations... You're given to the Lord to help the brethren in Christ. That's right. Amen. And that is the sole reason why we need to keep America going. We need to take America back. 
we need to stand up and we need to stand up and vote in the right people and vote out the wrong people like the socialist Marxist Democrats that cheated their way into this election. Yes, they cheated. And just today I was looking at a major state who went to Joe Biden and they have countless numbers of votes that they have no idea where they came from. They're not verified in any way, and they don't know where they came from. That is insane. <clears throat> and we have a lot of that. So these people who are lawless, they cheated to get in. And, of course, Tower and I have talked to people to try to change their mind, but they don't. Once you're blinded, you're blinded. And that's true, even with the gospel. Only the Lord can wake them up. That's right. And I can tell you, you had a choice, America, unfortunately. You know, you didn't like Donald Trump, but every figure that he did was one of the best. He made record, record, record employment levels for every, every category you could think about. That's right. But see, Donald Trump is not the Savior. The Lord is the Savior. Amen. And he's a judge. And this wicked generation, there's generations of them, need to repent. And already we have... And I forgot, I was thinking it was the millennials, but I'm not sure which one it was. And they said 30% of them identify as LGBTQ, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, whatever that little thing is. LG. <laughs> LGTBQ. They want to add a few more on there. I'm going to add a W. <laughs> For weird. Wicked. Yeah, wicked. But at any rate, in Burma, folks, it, it's, you know, and I'm we're going to cover that again, but they've had a third wave of COVID. That's horrible. That they is sad. They have a coup that went in gear. And, of course, uh, the ones that overthrew the thing, they, they have, uh, of course, the military on both sides. People are getting killed. It, it's a terrible mess over there. And when this happens, you have no way to get out there. And so you have, you know, the Burma government, you, the Burmese government, you have those who want to overthrow it. You have COVID. And in the middle of all that, you have to try to help people and rescue them. That just overstresses you. What it a does. burden. But the thing that Christian Aid Mission wanted people to know is that they were able to provide direct financial aid to the believers. Yeah, and the reason is, God. and they're local missionaries that take care of this over there, the military hunter as well as the other military will stop vehicles and take any oxygen tank and medicines good grief. and sometimes they these these people uh, these missionaries have to drive up to 10 hours to get this equipment stuff to those that need it but they were telling them that because of your financial assistance we we're able to buy five oxygen concentrators 22 oxygen cylinder tanks PPE, medicine, food, and so on. Without your financial help, we cannot do nothing for this rescue work. 
we have helped 58 families. Out of those families, just four persons died. The rest have been rescued. Thank the Lord. Physically and mentally, we, are, we were tired. Loved ones died. Some were killed by guns and bombs. Now, see, that's what's going on in Burma, Myanmar. That's just one area. Just one. And you're whining about America. Now, I don't like what's happening in America either. No, sir. But the thing of it is, is that our goal here at the WIBR Warren Radio is one focused. It's the Lord. I write about the Lord. I write books about the Lord. Tower edits and helps me. Everything is focused on the Lord, reaching out, bringing the gospel. Uh, and this show is dedicated to the advocacy of the persecuted church and those who are helping others. And, you know, there's Barnabas Aid and there's International Christian Concern. And we've got uh, one, you know, a number of them that you've probably never heard of. I've got a list of of uh, ministries just you wouldn't believe. And, folks, I'm telling you that the devil wants America destroyed. Amen. He wants it divided. He wants the churches stopped because he does not want that. He lives on chaos. And once you bring in, and, and I, I interviewed... Ari of Moaz Israel. He's no longer their president anymore. He's still around. He's working with them. But years ago, I asked him a question. I said, you know, you're surrounded by enemies. And they all want to kill you. I said, how do you reach the people, uh, you know, in the church? And And they're, you know, Messianic believers. And they're reaching Palestinians and others. And he says, well, there's nothing we can do about their hatred. There's nothing we can do about those that hate Israel. And he says, we get up every day and we do what God wants us to do. We just spread the work of Yahshua, the word on Yahshua, and talk to him. And he said, you know, if you want to know, you know, in our church, we have Palestinians and Jews. And he says, you don't have the hatred. You have the love of Jesus there. Yeah, that's awesome. Praise the Lord. And that's the way it should be. And he says, we work every day. And he says, if if the end comes, whatever comes, we'll deal with it. And that is a good, solid advice. Yes, it is. For us today in America, we're going to work for the Lord. I, I used to do some news stories, quite a few news stories. I followed uh, in 2014, 2015, a uh, little before and a little after, uh, the rise of ISIS and their bloody endeavor through the Middle East and uh, was doing news articles and stuff. And we had so many responses that on Twitter, uh, and this happened a couple of times, we were in the top 10 for responses uh, in all of Twitter. Top 10. But uh, today we don't do, I don't do the news anymore. I t- if I do news, I'll do it on my shows a little bit. But we do the Word of God. And on our websites, when you go to warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com, which is the Watchman Institute for Biblical Research, you're going to find in-depth articles. You're going to have Christian books. And we're working on uh, our, our second in a series of the Steel series. 
The first one was Steal the Darkness. This one is going to be The Rising. And all of them are Christian. You go to our websites, you're going to find a Christian website. And it's not that the website is saved, but it has materials on there. More than enough materials to convince every atheist in hell and the devil himself and every minion what we do. Those websites are covered. I pray for those. I bind the enemy in Jesus' name. And we've been doing this for many, many years. But there's a lot of things that are happening that I knew ahead of time because of the Lord. Many years ago, I told Tower what was coming. And I'm telling you, if you will get in there with the Lord, look to him. He'll be there. And we have seen, and we've got some more exciting stories coming in the future, of how God works in these situations. And we've related a number of them. True stories of the power of God, like you wouldn't believe. Old Testament you know, early church, testament, apostolic, you know, whatever phrase you want to add. See, God is above America. He has more angels than you can shake a stick at. And if this old country goes down, the Lord is able to send a couple of angels down there and take you by the hand and lead you like they did Lot. Amen. That's for sure. God is able to work, and it's time for you to believe. So, remember Burma, and we will have some updates. And we do have another one. I've got to wait for Tower to come back a minute. But I wanted to relate some of that to you, because... You know, we have one goal here. And when I mention you support, I tell you other organizations to support. The WIBR has some friends that help us. But it doesn't pay our way. The Lord has taken care of us for many years. But we, we live by the grace of God. And I'm telling you that this country and this world is headed directly into the fire pit of a hellacious persecution one day. And trouble. The trouble of which you have never seen, this earth will never see. And right now you see this thing happening to America. For several years it's been going on. And I told people two years ago a sign that was given to us, given to me, and I told Tower about it. And that sign came, and it illustrated the division. And I told people. And then, before this next election, I was given another sign. And that sign came that Biden got elected, and I knew what that was. That judgment would begin. There's different kinds of judgment. That doesn't necessarily mean this nation is going to be destroyed. But I can tell you one thing. 
the churches, every evangelist, every rich evangelist, poor evangelist, every church, anybody that goes by the name of Christ needs to be on their knees crying and repenting of everything they could think of and seeking and worshiping the Son of God and beseeching him in his judgment to have mercy and to let this nation stand. Abraham interceded to the Lord God for Sodom and Gomorrah. And he got down to just five. We have more than five righteous in this country. And we beseech the Lord God to deliver us and help us to set this country aright and put the truth back in this country. Because there are wicked people that's been doing wickedly for generations now. And it's time for America to wake up and decide who they're going to choose. Period. And with that, Tower, are you ready? Yes. Okay. This story comes to us from CBN. It's the daughter, it's about the daughter of famed clinical psychologist Jordan Peterson. And her name is Michaela. And she revealed her experience coming to God, describing her conversion to faith as very sudden. And she said on October 1st, she's of the episode on her podcast, she said, I'm pretty new to this. What I've been doing for the last month or so is reading the Bible and praying. And it's been like the amount of peace I have, I haven't had before. It's completely absurd. I can't believe it. And as for how she came to believe in God, Michaela recalled experiencing four significant issues in her life, all of which were going badly. And over the summer, she traveled to Austin, Texas, where she met a Christian man with whom she shared some of the details of her struggle. The problem, the man told Peterson she needed God. Peterson said she was unsure how to get there, referring to connecting with the Lord, and the man told her she needed to ask God to reveal himself to her. And she said she went home that night. She was pretty upset about these four major problems. She was in bed, so she was praying, seriously praying, she said. And the next day, all four problems cleared up in a way that made sense. It was logical. They could have they could have cleared up, she explained, but the likelihood of all four of them randomly clearing up that day was just too much. She said as she awoke with the sense of calm that she um, hadn't felt, and that was enough. I was like, okay, that's good enough for me. So over the next couple of weeks, the podcast cast host said she poured over scripture reading her bible and praying every day she then however started second guessing herself wondering if her if the sudden faith in god was nothing more than an emotional fluke a fleeting feeling that could be explained away with logic and reason and for those two days that followed that moment of questioning she was miserable remembering an overwhelming feeling of ex, um, existential angst <clears throat> excuse me and then I had the most wild dream I woke up at 5.30 in the morning and I had a dream the loud thundering voice just yelled do it 
and I woke up at 5.30 in the morning thinking, I think I just got yelled at by God. I think that just happened. That's what it felt like. It occurred to her that um, what it meant was that her for her to go all in, don't just do 70%, or 75% it, it's and it she said it's been a wild month I'm doing well I'm just a little bit in shock so that's her story of coming to Christ and thank God she did and um, we pray for her that she will grow deeper and be able to help others that have had problems like she did well, you know, there's no doubt that when you get to the realization of redemption, when you seek the Lord, you're born again through the Spirit of God, John chapter 3. You receive the Lord in John 1. You walk in the light as he is in the light. That's in First John chapter 1. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. You can read about confession of sin and things like this in Romans 3 through 7. But there's one truth. If you don't need God enough to seek him earnestly, then you don't need him. Or so you think. That's right. That's what you think. And make no mistake about it. You know, this, you know... When we talk about salvation, yeah, salvation is free. We've always heard that. And there's been a lot of different means to get people just to say the little, I believe and I repent type of thing. Now, see, the bottom line of it is, is that you have to really seek him with your whole heart. That's right. Amen. And uh, there is plenty in the Gospels to tell you about that seed that's sown. Cares of this world can choke the seed. And it can be unfruitful. You, you need to get in there and read the Gospels. You'll find it. Understand that the devil is not playing games here. And those that he controls right now around the world, there's a lot of them in charge. And this game is for keeps. Unfortunately, many people don't realize that. Now, the next one, we're in Nigeria, and we've been talking about Nigeria for many years. And, you know, some of these countries, they never get, never get better. Unbelievable. And America, on the other hand, Tower, you know, has always been known as a Christian nation. You and I have talked about this when we were, you know, um, both of us. uh, You know, there was churches in our lives. You know, a pastor. You know, our families went. We went. Um, Back then, it was the norm. We're a Christian nation. It didn't dawn on most of the people that we weren't a Christian nation. We just was. Everybody went to church when we were doing it. Uh, Sundays uh, they had the blue law, you know. That's right. I remember that. Nothing was open on Sundays. Yeah, it was time to go to church. 
And so make no mistake about it. Things can change. Today, America resembles more like Mystery Babylon than anything else, with Christians scattered in it. And Mystery Babylon did have believers in it, because you can get that in the first few verses uh, reading uh, Revelation 18, where it says, Come out of her, my people, so that you don't partake of her sins and receive of her plagues. So God doesn't plan on his people being so involved in Babylon that they sin and end up receiving of the plagues. That's what that amounts to. So you need to understand something. We're not here to play with fire. We're not here to mess around with sin. We're not here to say, oh, gee, it's all right. Now, we want to win people. And Scripture tells us, in as much as possible, live peaceably with all men. That's what we do. And in the process of that, we find a way to reach them. You know, maybe it's just being a friend to them. And then you pray for them. But the bottom line of it is, there comes a time when a nation turns away from God. And there are lots of enemies today that want to destroy this country. And because of the policies of Joe Biden and the Democrats... There are many more enemies in America today than ever before. This nation is consumed with blood guilt. The judgment and the writing of that judgment is not on the wall. It's written in the hearts of the purposes of God. When the Lord told them, choose you this day whom you will serve. Joshua says, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. So make no mistake, Nigeria is one of those nations that wasn't always like this. We talk about a 34-year-old father who has five kids. And uh, International Christian Concern uh, helped him with a farm project. They have a program, Farm Projects. Um, And, of course, one of the major source of terror there is the Fulani militants. And so when they come in and destroy things, uh, this program by ICC helps to rebuild and helps them in this. Now you see, to give you a little background, a lot of Christian farmers have been burned out, killed, and run off. The same way they did it in other parts. Well, we could go to South Africa. And so the Fulani militants are herdsmen. They're known as the Fulani herdsmen. There's a lot of Fulani, a lot of them. They're not all militant, radical Muslims. But there are a lot of radical, militant Fulanis. And their targets are farms. And they run off or kill the families that are running the farms, which are Christian, and take their land so they can run their herds on them. Nobody does anything about it. Years ago, Jonathan Goodluck Johnson, who was a Christian, took over the head of Nigeria. He couldn't do nothing, was voted out, and a Muslim got in, Buhari. And uh, he hasn't done anything either. Well, that's not surprising. People shouldn't be surprised about that. No. 
And the thing of it is, this particular guy we're talking about many, many years ago um, said they were never an enemy. And he says he was really surprised when all of a sudden they became a target of attacks by the people who were their friends. So he says they took up arms against us to kill us and burn down our villages, crops, and livestock with any out, any provocation or justifiable reason whatsoever. And uh, in his life, he, he wanted to become a doctor. And he wanted to help his community. His plans changed, though, when the Fulani struck his village and 96 people in his community were killed. Oh. 7,000 were displaced. Jesus. So he couldn't further his studies. Life was really, really difficult. And he says, we went about hungry. We could no longer afford any change of clothes. See, these are the stories in these countries. That's you know, really sad. One wanted to become a military officer. <laughs> you know, just gut-wrenching when you it read this. It is. Stuff. It is. And he, see, and and what he's leading to in this story is that in the midst of all these sorrows the, that God Almighty sent ICC, International Christian Concern, to bring the communal farm intervention. That intervention was God sent because it brought about a great deal of success and relief to us. ICC provided the seed, fertilizer, plowing, and uh, um, I don't know if it's riding or rigging, it's misspelled here. Water pumps, fuel, pesticides, herbicides, rodent sides, sprayers, and boreholes for pumps. Wow. We hired tractors, which saved farmers on expenses. That's amazing. That's wonderful. And so it gave them hope. And we read of things like this because of people and ministries like ICC. And as I said, Barnabas Aid does the same thing. Uh, Franklin Graham and and uh, Samaritan's Purse, and of course the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, um, TBN uh, and uh, CBN both have outreaches. Bibles for the Mideast. Bibles for the Mideast is another group that we know of personally, a lot smaller organization. But you see, today, as believers in America, and if you're listening to our broadcast from somewhere else, it's okay. It's fine. We welcome you. But you know as well as I do, the goal is to reach out. And our goal is to advocate for those who are persecuted and downtrodden. And if we Amen. go through the fire, we need to continue to advocate. If we go through, you know, America suddenly fallen and not rising then we have to believe that God will make a way for us so that we can continue this. We cannot give up. We cannot relent. We cannot stop. Amen. We cannot walk in fear. 
we must open the door to tomorrow with faith if God sent angels to help Lot escape the town. If Peter was released from prison by angels. And if Paul had the Lord standing by him one night, strengthening him. And if God took care of Israel in the wilderness, then God can take care of us today. And I believe he will. Amen. And that is why you need to make sure you're supporting the brethren in prayer and a little bit financially, whatever you can do. Make sure it's an organization that has boots on the ground, one that has, uh, you know, a good amount of time behind it. You know, they've been doing it for a long year, a lot of years. We've been doing our broadcast for well over two decades. We started a long, long time ago. And so it's important for you to pick people that you know have a history of this. So be sure to pray for them. And uh, we've got, let me check everything. We don't have much time. But also in the offering tonight is Afghanistan and uh, the recent news is they reported that ISIS, they've been calling them ISIS-K. Um, ISIS is found in just about every area in Afghanistan now. That's uh, horrible how they've taken over. Well, they come in from Pakistan, Tara. They come in from these other countries. They go hide. And then when it's okay, they come back. And... Uh, the word was Taliban and the ISIS were getting along, but the tension was mounting. And one thing about Muslim extremists, if they can't find somebody to kill, they'll kill each other. <laughs> that's crazy, but that, that's what they do. That, that is exactly what they do. The United Nations is raising the alarms about mass starvation in Afghanistan. We personally have connections to a ministry that works to get people out of Afghanistan, and they need funds. So, folks, there's people working in spite of the troubles. And when you're talking about Afghanistan and getting Christians out, it is hard. And we're talking people that have a special gift to get them out. So with that, that ministry is all things are possible ministries. All things possible. All things possible. Yeah. Well, it's the ministries at the end of it. Yeah. And Victor Marks. That's, your, that's another one. We, we have a lot of them. So with that, Tower, we're going to have to close. Okay. Well, good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We love you. We hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. Keep looking up because your redemption draws nigh. And we're praying for you and pray for our brethren around the world and pray for us. And we thank you. Good night. God bless. And don't forget, in closing, to go by our websites at warn-usa.com. 
and danaglennsmith.com. Remember the social sites that we are on. We need people to help us on the social sites. When you see our articles and stuff, share them on your feed. If you come to our websites, then share the articles. And feel free to comment. We've already told you where you can get a hold of us. But in all things, we press on. Because that's what we have to do. That's what we must do. And while we don't like to see these current troubles, America needs to wake up. And as that, we also have a number of other nations that need to wake up. Many of them are so afraid today. And that's leaders. And they use lockdown techniques and everything else because their faith is in a vaccine. Their faith is in the wrong thing. We are in terrible, dire straits in this world. It's in perilous times. And it's time for the Christians to stand up by faith. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Now I speak to you personally. If you're a believer, you receive that power, that hope, and that purpose that God has given us. And you run with it. Don't be fearful. Have faith. And check out my articles. These are hard-hitting, a little bit longer articles. And they're designed to bring you into that realm of faith. And understand where you stand. Until next time, be praying, be seeking Him. Because if we can't rise, then there's nothing left. Christ has called us to rise. He arose from the dead. And he ever lives to make intercession for the saints. And many people don't realize when he comes back, he's not coming back as a baby and he's not coming back to die on the cross. He's coming back to establish his kingdom and to put down every enemy. Make sure you're not his enemy. Good night. Till next time. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.